Hello, hello. What up? I'm not even going to lie to you. Uh, <laughs> I, I took a microdose this morning, so... Uh, <laughs> if anything I say sounds kind of weird, it's because I'm feeling kind of weird. So <laughs> I think it would have been better if you just didn't give me the warning and if you just would have just continued just talking. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I don't know. Like, it's yeah, let's just fucking go. Keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you self conscious right now or what? I'm not just self conscious. Um, like, I mean, before before you said let's do a podcast, I was like planning out my run. Like, I was just like, uh, my body. Like, I feel like even though yesterday I really needed a rest day. Like, I woke up today and my body's kind of like, okay, like we had a rest day, but we need to get some some blood pumping, some running, some stretching. You know, just kind of like a a nice uh, something something more than just jerking off. Yeah, active recovery. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Active recovery for sure. Uh, yeah. I I feel you. I feel you. Uh, I, I, it's it's so funny because the last time I was talking to a, a buddy of mine and he was on mushrooms. Uh huh. You know he kept on saying to me, he kept on saying the same joke, and it was from uh, South Park. Uh huh. And I actually dissected it to him, dissected the joke, and it turned into a serious conversation. So I'm going to do it for you. But the joke was, he'd always just quote, um, I, I'm pretty sure it was from South Park, but it was that uh, Paris Hilton scent commercial where it's like, Skank by Paris Hilton. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to ask you, what would that smell like? <laughs> Skank by Paris Hilton. Yeah, what would that smell like to you? What do you think that would smell like? Um, have you ever used those like Victoria's Secret um, hand lotions, bro? Are... I'm you're forgetting. I'm Armenian. I'm, I I know scents like the back of my hand. <laughs> but if you didn't, I mean, I get you answered the question, but you didn't answer the question, right? Have you used the fucking Victoria's Secret hand lotions before? Again, I'm Armenian. Anything that has to do with scents, essential oils, or lotion, I know well of. Okay, so those scents in particular are really strong, right? Mm-hmm. And they're they're usually like, uh, usually of like the floral or fruity, um, variety, mm-hmm. right? So. I think it would definitely have like a touch of that, like overall. strawberry. Yeah, like strawberry. That lavender. that's like the first thing that you think of because you're just like, yeah, strawberry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like strawberry or lavender. Those are like the two that really. Um, I know uh, exactly which scent you're talking. Sorry, I interrupted, but but uh, I know exactly which scent you're talking about because all the brohos back in high school. It would just be like, ah, oh, strawberry. And it's like, that's the scent. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, I would be all ashy in class. And I'd be like, hey, you got any lotion? And he'd be like, yeah, I got this. And then just, like, put it on. And I'd be like, oh, my God. This is fucking awesome. <laughs> probably because probably because that's the only time I would ever smell like a girl. Not, 
not from like getting a hug or like anything like that, but because I borrowed their lotion. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you smell like a girl because like, you know, like she's your girlfriend and she's been hanging on you or like they leave their scent on like your pillow or like, you know what I mean? Like you go somewhere and it just like, oh, like, you know, like that, that feminine fucking almost like pheromone scent whatever you want to say it's it lingers right (laughs) but Mm -hmm. for me but for me i was such a fucking loser in high school like that was the only time i ever smelled like a girl (laughs) 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 well i mean it's so funny because when you're a loser in high school it's like not all the time this is not 100 percent, but most likely you're then a loser if you if you're a loser in high school you become very successful you're just a late bloomer and you become the successful like person you've learned from high school you know you sat back and you've learned from it and then when you're like the successful person in high school popular um it's not all the time you know because i definitely know people that were popular and were very successful outside of high school but it seems like it teeters off unless because you got to keep that up you have to be a very motivated person to keep up that you know being being outgoing being an extrovert um because eventually people are going to disagree with you eventually people are going to come against you Well, not only just that, but, um, you know, like when you're young, the shitty part about being young and, um, well, at least I don't know if it's changed all that much, but, um, like when you're in your like early twenties or whatever, like you learn very quickly that acting shitty works. It does like just being fucking arrogant and saying whatever the fuck comes to your mind. Like. It does. It picks up girls. Like, it just does. Now, that's not to say that it picks them all up. It just usually picks up the majority of the ones that... I hate to say, like, wrong ones, but... No, you, you hit the nail on the head. It picks up girls. Yeah. Not women. It yeah. It picks up girls. Yeah. People who are in that um, adolescent state who they're not are, really... Yeah. yeah they're, they're not really thinking deeper or, like... And I remember, I remember, like, when I was in high school, girls would be like, oh, Dustin's the kind of guy I would want to marry, but they like fucking my buddies. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like, <laughs> like, when girls would say that to me, I'm like, okay, so they see something inherently good and stable, but what they want to do right now is go hang out with Brandon, who's, you know, the fucking stud and he's pounding out like yeah like the majority of the girls right now and what does brandon do i mean okay brandon's like overwhelmingly good looking i'm not so i can't do that what about my other buddy anthony anthony's not that much more better looking than me but anthony's an asshole oh okay let's see how this goes you know like so this is a total different answer from what i was talking with I'm allowed to say his name because he, uh, I know he listens to the podcast. Yeah. He doesn't want to come on, but he don't, he don't care. Yeah. Um, but his name's, I only give his first name. His first name's Jeff. Uh-huh. And he was saying his, his immediate answer to me was, uh, <laughs> cause this has gone completely different from what, from what we were, we were talking about. I'm like, what would that smell like? His answer straight up fish. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, I didn't get to the second part. The second part was, uh, like strawberries and lavender. Uh-huh. And then the second part was pretty much like latex. 
Like, <laughs> okay, okay, hold on. Is it latex or is it that like sweat? No, no, it's like the, it's like the the used condom smell. You know what Ooh. I mean? Like, the, I like, don't know. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> well, I only remember it a little bit because I don't really use condoms all that much. <laughs> <laughs> but there is like a certain smell, like you know, like after you've been like using a condom for a while, you like take it off. It's like a little juicy, a little latexy. Like <laughs> you, th- you throw that thing against the wall and it acts like very well cooked pasta. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's like that thing stuck. <laughs> or like when you take it off your dick, it kind of like peels off. Like, <laughs> like, like it's just like <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's like someone someone from the one of the chefs in the back was making aioli and got his rubber gloves stuck in the aioli sauce. <laughs> At least with those gloves, they have powder to prevent the smell. That's the fucking part. <laughs> You're not supposed to use powder, are you? No, there's powder inside of the gloves. Oh. The latex gloves? It's because, you know, your hands get sweaty and, you know, they, it, it kind of keeps them, like, smelling fresh when you take them off. Or it keeps them dry while they're in there. They yeah, I, I don't know. So, like, I know when I, when I work, I know that's, like, one of the things to do is, like, powder your hands before you put on a... Uh, rubber gloves for doing electrical work you know yeah. so you know but i always just put on cloth gloves i always did oh yeah you know what i mean because it just it, it was i didn't want to have that that powdery because um i noticed my hands would crack what do you lot. put do you put like fucking powder on your fucking balls and feet no really no i don't which is really weird because my feet for being i mean you've seen my feet my feet, for being inside boots majority of the day, are fucking beautiful. My well, feet are fucking gorgeous. Fuck you. Second of all, second of all, um, my hands, I have to admit, they're, they're changing right now because they're getting soft. They're getting soft. But I think I've just been blessed with good hands and good feet. But, um, yeah, my hands are getting soft. Well, no, I mean, you know, when I used to wear boots all the time, uh, I would put powder in my boots just because I would fucking sweat, like, so much, you know, like, I mean, I did stick, um, if I was, if I was doing, like, in the summers, um, what, what, what was it? It wasn't, uh, I wouldn't put powder, no, I wouldn't put powder, it was, um, what, what are those things, you could put silica gel? Or the silica packets, you know, oh, okay. from like prescription bottles or, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. or, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, beef jerky, whatever. Um, I've done that, but never powder because, um, powder dries out your feet and it's just not good for the socks. And it's just, it doesn't work like it works, but only in extreme circumstances, only in extreme. And cause then when the powder has gone, you have nothing. And then your feet is going to compensate for it and sweat more. So it was always silica. What um, was the quickest fix was either a paper towel, just put that in there or put, um, uh, what do you call it? That like chamois uh, that you're not supposed to like all car stores sell it to dry your car. And uh, well, yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying, but what I'm saying is like, I did, I, 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 I kind of like the powder because like when, 
you would initially put it like in your boot and you put your fucking uh, feet in there, you know, it kind of like tingles or whatever. I, I don't know. I always look at guys that do it. And then all of a sudden it looks like LeBron, there was a miniature LeBron James in their shoe in their shoe that just like spewed up powder. I mean, you're not supposed to fucking put that much. Jesus. But yeah, like, but no, yeah, but everyone puts that much. We're talking about, we're talking about like guys that just do extremes. <laughs> fucking idiots. Well, like even when I was like a line cook though, like, you know, I, I, I wear boots. I mean, a lot of the guys like to wear the fucking clogs. I wasn't really with that. I was just like, fuck this. I'm just going to wear fucking steel toe boots because if you wear clogs, they better be fucking wooden. <laughs> uh, well, they were like the rubber clogs. You know, I know. What I fuck mean? that. They, I want to. I want to see the wooden clogs. Although the red fuck ones yeah. are pretty sick, though. The red ones are pretty sick. But um, but yeah, it's uh, I don't even remember how we fucking got on there. But no, uh, we're talking about strippers, and then you asked me if I powdered my feet and my balls. Oh, because yeah, we we're yeah, talking yeah, about gloves. the gloves and the latex. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, fucking uh, yeah. I feel like it'd be like a combination of like those two things. Something like really floral or really like kind of like after having sex with a stripper. Yeah. Yeah. Skank. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because like so the, the, the original conversation was like he's just straight up said fish. <laughs> and I'm just like, really? He's like, yeah, but he made sense with it. And his his argument was when you're a kid, you usually usually hate eating fish. But then when you get when you become adult, you end up loving seafood. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like as you get older, you know, <laughs> you're just like, no, I, I totally get with that skank. <laughs> you have the you have like the younger guys like you better you better double up. It's like why? <laughs> <laughs> why I'm gross. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We I was having a, a a conversation with some girls and one of my buddies. <sighs> fucking idiots they brought up the the number conversation mm-hmm. they're like how many and i was like well they're like over 100 i was like yeah <laughs> i was like yeah like you know i, I mean? don't know why that's such a big it, i mean i do know why and then it's a man's immaturity but go on but and then they uh they asked they asked well how many at one time or in a day and i said six and then the girls just fucking looked at me like, like, what the fuck? Blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, like I was gross. And I think, you know, in the context of what happened, it was, um, I don't know if I'd like to say orgy or group sex or if it was just, it was a motel party. Let's put it that way. And, there was a lot of uh, just free love going around. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I've worked, you know, security in the Hollywood Hills. And, uh, you know, I've been in the whole, like, eyes wide shut. Everyone's wearing a fucking mask. That kind of shit. Uh, what else is there? Like, there was, like, a, you ever seen the second season of True Detective, which fucking sucked. But, uh, no, I refuse to see True Detective. The first season's fucking amazing. I don't give a fuck what you say. But um, I'm not hating on it. I just said I don't have any interest in seeing it. Yeah, but um, the thing is just that uh, now that's how I, I no, I get what you're saying because I feel the same way about Breaking Bad. Um, but yeah, like just that, like it it wasn't similar to that. Because, okay, it's like Thailand. We ran out of fucking a floor in a hotel. Brought back a bunch of whores. 
Yeah, and, and did whatever. You know, I was fucking 20 years old. Like, what the fuck ever. You know? Uh, but... I was like, yeah, like I'm, 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 I'm kind of filthy. I've done some nasty shit, and that's, a, and that's why I, you know, like later on became a Christian because I was pretty gross. <laughs> but, but, but I just remember like that feeling of like, like judgment, like ah, like eh. I'm like, bro. Everyone wants to say some shit until they get put in the situation about what they would or wouldn't do. And the the easy answer is like, well, I would do this or blah, 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 blah. However you want to rationalize it in your head. You never know until you're put in that situation. Though. Exactly. Yeah. No one fucking knows. You know, like it's 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 just fucking weird. Like it's just it's the point when when surreal, like when something that is surreal meets your fucking uh, meets your life or meets your everyday reality. And then it becomes something that's out of fantasy and it's something that's out of a book that then becomes in front of you. And you, you literally don't know how you would fucking act. Well, I think it's funny too, just to add on to what you're saying is how um, you have, you have other people also judge and they want to call it bullshit. And it's, it's all stemming from someone's either moral stance and it's always based off like an immaturity. It totally is always based off an immaturity um, where it's like, you've only done this many. And it's just like, in reality, it's like, well, who the fuck cares? Yeah. And I like how you said where it's like, you'll never know till it's in, till like you're in that scenario because like I could, I've had opportunities to do, do certain things that were, but it's like in the moment, I'll be honest, I was highly intimidated. Yeah. And I was just like, no. And I just ran the other direction. And people were like, oh, why? Wow, how could you know if I if I were to if I were to say it, I don't it involves other people that that you you know also. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say. But it was just like like no, I was just highly intimidated. You know, I yeah, I didn't I didn't go through with it. I got I got intimidated, and she's like, nope, nope, I'm out. You so, know, even though it would have been like, oh, that would have been cool or or whatever. But um, so no, uh, I'm go yeah. ahead. Go no, finish your finish your thought. Finish your thought. My bad. Um, yeah, but it was just this this whole thing, and and it's it's funny how you can say tr- like truth to people, and and they're like they they either want to discredit you or and it's just like well, it, it's just weird because it's one of those things that's like oh um, you know I'd never seen you do this. It's like well, fuck, are you with me one hundred percent of the time? And why do you care so much? Yeah. Why do you care so much whether, whether, you know, who I'm with, why I'm with. And uh, I know, I know, like, I don't know for me, it's not that big of a deal, but whatever happens between like me and, a, and one person, whether, you know, um, no matter what, sexually or not, like, even if like you and I did a, you and I were hanging out, we went to like Mexico or something and, like you went one way, I went the other, you know, you decide to go hang out at this bar or something. And I decided to go hang out at that bar. And then we end up meeting somewhere. It's like, I see you with a girl. You see me with a girl. It's like, I'm not telling anybody anything that's between you and me. Yeah. You know, or even not that this has happened. Not that this is, no, no, this actually, no. Cause you and I have never traveled. To Mexico. I've never been to Mexico. Well, I'm trying to go. (laughs) 
I'm specifically trying to go to Tulum for a month, and you know, this is, this is why I brought that up. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Bro, Tulum looks fucking sick. Like, no, I it's cool. It. It's cool. Uh, but but um, go ahead. Can I get, can I get the, the point where I was trying to yeah, uh, yeah. make earlier? Was, uh, we were talking about like, you know, being intimidated or whatever, like that. Uh, I remember this was kind of like a foreshadowing of what was to come. Uh, Ooh. <laughs> tell me tell me the story <laughs> so like when i was in the marine corps like my drill instructor he was a he was a short fucking white dude probably about five foot fucking five and uh just mean as fuck you know had a wife and kids and shit like that but like you know he would talk to us about like what was about to go down in our lives you know and he he told us he's like you know he's like a lot of guys you know they want to talk about how big their dick is or they want to talk about how what they would or wouldn't do he was like he was like but i had fucking sex on a rotating stage with the girl who was lowered from a ceiling in in a in a uh what do they call it like a slingshot or a, a a swing he was like and a lot of dudes say they want to get up there and they'd fucking perform he was like but well, most of them go limp and he was like he was i on on the other hand he was like he was like i on the hand i fucking nutted up and i was like fucking laughing my ass off like in my head because you're not allowed to in, in boot camp right you can't say shit but um and lo and behold you know i end up at the same fucking bar that my drill instructor was talking about you know and i saw what he was and i and i saw it with my own eyes you know, I'm not gonna say how long I stayed or what happened, but <laughs> but you know, it's it's just one of those things, man. Like when he was telling me this as a young 18 year old man, you know, boy, uh, I fucking I couldn't believe it. it. I couldn't fathom it in my head until I was put in that situation, and I was like, oh fuck, you know, so. And it's not to say that this this type of thing is the type of thing like I want to fucking desire to do anymore. I mean, when you're when you're in in the younger stages of adulthood, right? Like it's hard to fucking control your hormones. It's hard. It you know that fucking sex drive is crazy, and it's and it's hard to like you know because you want shit and you fucking... shit i'm in my 30s and my sex drive still is crazy and hard to control no but i'm saying like it's not the same as like when you're 22 you know that, like, no it, you're right you're right, and you're that right. want and desire really fucking overrides your brain and your your capacity to think is is i don't know about you but for me it was just like you know it, blood either goes to one one of two things the, the big head or the little head and most of the time with me, it was a little head. <laughs> but, but it's just like, you know, like... I'm just... I think it's funny you call it little. <laughs> In context, bitch. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, I think that... Where the fuck was I going? You were talking about, like, immaturity and... and oh, the, yeah. the Go on. Yeah, but, you know, it's not that I want to, like, continue to, like move forward on my, in my life and do those things or like that I praise them. I'm not giving these types of things fucking praise. They were experiences that I had and going forward in my life, like my values have like completely changed and like they haven't even changed because of my responsibilities have changed. My responsibilities are still the same. They're just me. 
like I am my responsibility, right? I didn't like get a girl pregnant, have a kid, and now I got to hold down a fucking job and like do this. And like all of a sudden I acquired morals because of the responsibility that I obtained. No, I, I have changed because of my experiences have shown me how not necessarily just empty they were, but I haven't gained any real like love, joy, um, happiness, uh, anything. I haven't gained anything valuable from those experiences other than it just showed me of how much of a consumer I can be, you know, like, it's Oh just, yeah. 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 It's, it's so weird to, to kind of run with that. There was this, um, you know, if you, if you experience like the best of the best and it's like, let's say, you know, let's, let's say you hook up with, um, uh, what's her name? That was, uh, Harley Quinn. Oh, Margot Robbie. Yeah. Let's say you hook up with Margot Robbie tonight. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then it's like, you're like, you know, cool, cool, cool. And then you hook up with her tomorrow night. And then you hook up with her with the next, you know, um, Tuesday night, then Wednesday night. And it's like, well then, you know, that's gonna, that's gonna, you're just nutting. It's the same feeling. It's just over and over again. And you're still trying to chase that, that where you're just like, Oh, and it's just like, it's like you were saying, like the values have changed. It's not so much the values as in like a moral values, although it is that too. It, It definitely is that, but it's like also the value of that, you know, it's like, well, well, what's more rare, you know, the, the someone's beauty or someone that is by your side day in, day out, no matter what. And it's like, oh, that, okay, that's where, that's where things start getting rare, you know? Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. It's, it's still this, this uh, thing where, you know, we are guys, we are, we, we do have our, desires and things and and we want that our pleasure satisfied you know that's a human thing so i don't know it's it's a it's a weird um thing that makes us human it's a weird human interaction and it's funny because when you talk that's the comparison that is what you're comparing with your you know when you have those talks you know how many have you been with and it's like that's what you're talking about what level of pleasure have you reached Mm-hmm. In, in other words and you're competitive about it so um not only are you competitive about like level of pleasure but it's it's a um it's a signal of like they're questioning your status in society yeah you yeah. know it's like well if if i've had sex with more women than you or if more women find me desirable I'm higher up than you. And you know what's crazy to tally on that is you look at like successful marriages. Yeah. People have been married for a while. You don't hear shit about their sex life. Yeah. yeah you really don't. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes you will, but it's like, oh, they're having sex or whatever. And he, you know, but it's like, but it's like, you know about it, but it's like, you don't hear shit. That's because they're fucking smart because they don't want, you know, like, no, but it, but it's like they're they're enjoying each other, and it's not for anybody else. They're not sharing their pleasure with anybody else. Exactly. They're they're that's for each other, and mm. 
Yeah. So that's, I don't know. That's where, I, where I think like, Oh, that's kind of, that's kind of funny of just, you know, I don't, I don't like sharing things about if I do something with someone else, with someone person, someone else that could be involved with that person. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, no, that was between me and them. If she wants to bring it up, then like that's on her, but, but whatever. I know, I know you've got pissed at me for doing, for keeping secrets. <laughs> well, we're not even going to go down that fucking we won't ball. we won't but all all i will say is that if someone tells me or does something with me in secret it dies with me i i tried my best to keep that a thing so i mean i have fallen short and i have told and i and when i shouldn't have and i'm just like but i know it hurts people and so i'll, I'll i try my best to um to keep that to be discreet but I got a question for you. Kind of come along with a similar, similar topic. Who, who would you rather date? Or, or what do you think would be a, a better... Because these are two a very different type of women. But it, and it may not be. But women that prefer the beach or women that prefer the mountains? Oh, the beach all day. Come on now. Part of my fucking requirement. Well, not requirement. That's fucking stupid. <laughs> but like... Okay, so like I take care of myself, right? Like I'm not like... I'm not a model, but at the same time, like, I'm not fucking, I'm not a slob or I'm not, I'm not, um, lazy as I could say, you know, um, I'm generally fit and I, I can go to the fucking beach and I can fucking take my shirt off and be happy. Right. Yeah. I can take my shirt off too and be happy. How hey, dare you? How dare do you? it. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> I show my dad bod with pride. <laughs> but for me, right? Like, like you better be able to put a fucking bikini on with confidence, goddammit. Like, I've always like I've always hated going to the beach with girls that like you don't have to be the fucking like hottest hard body on the fucking on the beach or whatever. But I better not be like not necessarily embarrassed, but I better be fucking attracted to you. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's it, like, to me, like, I don't need a woman or anyone to be, I just want a fit body next to me because I'm a fit person. You know, like, yeah, there's like skinny bitches who can rock bikinis, but like, there's a lot of skinny fat bitches here in LA and I'm not attracted to them, you know? And, uh, yeah, like, Rocking, rocking a fucking bikini with confidence is like, uh, it's so sexy. It's probably, it's probably second best, second best to dancing. Second best to dancing, mm. and then first would be intelligence. That's for sure. See, I have a totally different theory than yours. Because that? that's for that reason is why I like girls that are into the mountains. Because really, girls that are into the mountains are in crazy shape because they usually are working off lower oxygen levels, <laughs> are into climbing and hiking and doing shit outdoors. They don't need to be laying down at the beach because that all, that's all what you do at the beach is lay down and sleep. Uh, I, I beg to differ. If you fucking actually swim or boogie board or you know what I mean? Like if you actually hey. are a water participant, hey. Hey, that, there's some... Hey. Yeah. Did I interrupt you? Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Fucking dick. <laughs> All I'm saying is I've been noticing 
first i'm just gonna sh- i'm just gonna give you a little jab right now and just say i've been noticing you've been following a bunch of my french girls i'm just saying that right now and they are all about the mountains so secondly um they're more they're more down to do shit like take more risk you know yeah. they're they're more willing to take a risk they're more willing to you know like do something that's adventurous without relying on something nearby going to the store grab it you know they would they're not, they still have a good time without having that bottle of tequila nearby where they have to enjoy a margarita you know as they're mm-hmm. as they're there um also when you find a, a pretty girl that's into the mountains and into hiking she's pretty for what she is she's not really wearing a bunch of makeup i don't know about you i see a bunch of girls at the beach wearing makeup I do. Don't don't get me wrong. They look fine. But if you go in the mountains and you're just like, you see a girl hiking and she's, she's there, you know, she's got her sweat on. She's hiking. She freaking probably does CrossFit. She goes to a box and she works out and she's just, this is what she does for fun. And you got to keep up with her. It's like, okay. Okay. I'm down with that. Um, she's usually into killing fish because she's fishing. She's down to kill a bear or whatever comes across. She's usually okay with having weapons on you. And I, I miss my, I miss my little doggy. And she usually, she usually has one. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm always for the mountains. That's my, that's my argument for the, for the mountain girl. I've got a, I've got one critique for you. Hairy legs. Nope. Oh, because that was been your only ones, but I, I don't. I, all I say is I can I could always pack a razor. So go on. What's your critique? Girls who, uh, I, I, first of all, I love girls who hike, right? But girls who go to the mountains a lot. Mm-hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong, but do they not also wear Birkenstocks usually? Um, I have not seen many of them. <laughs> You know what the fuck I'm talking about, or like those open-toed fucking hiking sandals, like (laughs) not the ones that I've been looking at. uh, Maybe because I'm going to the actual like mountains and doing the hiking, but that's what I fucking see when I'm out there. Like they're usually like, oh, I know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Okay, (laughs) I'm talking about mountains as in they're snow-capped mountains. I'm not talking about high desert mountains, <laughs> but it, I still will go for a high desert. It's Birkenstock, whatever. As long as she doesn't wear that to bed, I don't care. <laughs> I fucking hate girls that wear Birkenstocks. It's just a certain type of person. <laughs> I, I don't like it. I don't like it. I mean, those are good sandals, but there's a certain type of person that wears a Birkenstock. And uh, every time I see, I, every time I see those type of symbols, I think of those anime cartoons where it's like they all have open toes. They're wearing like <laughs> they're wearing like a tennis shoe, but it's open toed. <laughs> it's all padded and tactical, but yet open toes. <laughs> it's just like I, I, I just keep on thinking like if I ever get in a fight with one of these anime characters and and they're wearing that shoe, I'm gonna go Kamaru Usman on them and just <laughs> go to town and stomping their feet. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Yeah. Looking at you, Naruto. Looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> I seen your shoes. But 
But yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I that's that's been my thing. We're just like, yeah, mount, I'm I'm all about. Give me the mountains. Give me the mountains. Green, cold, snowy. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, those chicks who do, uh, those French girls who do like those Instagram posts or whatever, like, yeah, they're hot. I ain't gonna lie. They're fucking hot. <laughs> they're fucking hot. Um, but yeah. Uh, also, that's like the countryside, right? That's not, that's not in Metropolis. Is Metropolis a real world? Um, Metropolitan, is that, I think, is what you're looking for. Yeah, I think Metropolis is like the... Superman the city. city. Superman City. <laughs> 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 All I'm going to say is there's a reason he built the Fortress of Solitude in the North Pole. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like, I got exactly. to get away from, the, from Lois Lane. She's being a cunt. <laughs> 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 but yeah that's 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 the countryside man like that's uh for sure you, know, you want to sure. find that you got to go there which is like why i can't wait to fucking graduate and get the fuck out of here and then there's lake havasu dear god <laughs> that's where real paganism lives i'm just saying you go out there boy Woof. say goodbye to your values the real paganism lives in a place called Odessa, and it's calling my name. <laughs> <laughs> That's a beach I would go to. <laughs> and what's that? <laughs> it's like, oh, they're all Ukrainian and Russian. What is this? <laughs> uh, straight up. How about that fight last night? Dude, that was a fucking great fight. Um, that fucking Czech dude. Is gnarly as Jury. shit. Jury. Jury. I just loved his top knot. Yeah, that was a real top knot. As soon as soon as I saw it, I just went in I just went in and put twenty bucks on him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, top knot for the win, and I was right. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking great. He fucking yeah, he I'll give Dominic Reyes fucking uh credit though. That motherfucker came to fight. Like he did not go out without a fight. Yeah, but uh, he went out. That's for sure. Yeah, um, but man, that was uh, technically probably not the greatest display, I would say. But his style works for him, you know. And styles make fights. Who are you talking about, uh, Reyes or or Jiri? Jiri. Jiri. Uh, and um, but he's gonna have to realize something that you know because of the way he moves and all that shit, like um. I, he did get taken down, and I think um, both Jan and Glover, whoever wins, um, both of them have, probably have a superior ground game to him, and he's going to have to learn to uh, – to to because, I mean, he got back up from Dominic Reyes, but Dominic, I don't know, he's not really like a wrestler. He's not really – he didn't really hold him down that right – in the right way, press his body weight on him. So it'll be interesting because both Glover and uh, Jan have proven that they can, you know, wear you out on the ground. So that's going to be, in my opinion, his where he has to work the most. I'm going to say I'm going to go ahead and intervene and say he, he wasn't completely useless on the ground. He did get put in a guillotine, but guillotines are not tried and are not are not proven you know yeah. now the sport has evolved where a guillotine you can get out of it 
a full on clenched guillotine. If you can't get out of it, it's because you're panicking and you you either lack the knowledge or you panicked. Mm-hmm. And so that because it's proven you can get out of it. There's a way to roll out of it. You can work out of it. Unless that you're you're someone has the freaking Macho Man Randy Savage clinch on your fucking chin and and he has that and it's like yeah that's that's really the only way out. But the fact that he that you, jury got out of it with a top knot, yeah, I'm gonna say I'm not too worried about him. Um, if you put money on him, if he were to fight. I honestly, I think he should fight Glover first, but I mean, Glover's for sure going to fight Jan first. Um, Cause that would be an interesting fight. Yeah. Jury and Glover, because Glover's got that. Oh, you, it's like you hit that dude on the chin and all of a sudden he's not, he's got cobwebs, but he's still fighting and he fights better when he's got cobwebs. He's like drunken fist. It's serious, like it's an amazing thing to watch in, in all seriousness because he's got he's literally like like trying to stand up. He's Fire. falling down yet trying but he's standing up still and he's swinging and kicking. And he's knocked people out that way multiple times. And it's just like it's a it's a really interesting thing to watch. This old man that really is like doing this drunken boxing while he has cobwebs. And it's cool. It's a really cool thing to see. So um, exciting, exciting fights coming up in, in, in the light heavyweight. Um, of course, you got Jan, who it's like I almost feel whenever this guy's the underdog, you have to, have to, have to put money on him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like you have to do it because it, it's, it's like he's going to win. He's the underdog. He's, he's going to win. He's the doom guy. He's gonna freaking go through, just make make whoever he's he's fighting look dumb, and then he's gonna go back, kill some demons because he's pissed off because they killed his his pet bunny rabbit. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like like he is the doom guy. I, I'm a huge Jan Vlaskovic fan, and um, I don't know. It's just it's just like like it's exciting. What a time to be a fan. What a what yeah. a fucking time to be a fan, but yeah, um, I got I got about almost two hundred bucks in my uh, in my account, all all uh, all of its winnings, all of its winnings, and um, I'm tempted to just never don't take money out, and maybe when it hits ten thousand, if I were to if I just keep on this thing, shit, I'm a, I'm gonna be hitting up a a special girl named uh, Jules Ventura. I don't know. Guy. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. I'm not. I'm, uh, uh, that's of course is a joke, but yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Man, we uh, exciting things. Exciting things that are happening. Fuck. No, I mean, um. Like I, I, I'm definitely happy that the to me right now the UFC is the the most exciting sports organization there is, um, and they just went public. Yeah, they did. Yeah, I want to see what their stock does for a while though. I, I imagine it's going to be over a hundred dollars fairly quickly. 
I mean, if um, it is, uh, as soon as it hits a hundred, I, I might. I bought, I bought quite a few shares uh, when they first opened. Yeah, it was only for twenty four bucks, and I said, "Fuck it." <laughs> what I always am like, I say, "Fuck it." <laughs> what did I? What is it called? It's like EDA or some shit. ED, EDR. I'll look it up right now. I think I put it under gambles. EDR. EDR. Where did I? Put shit! That? It's already at twenty eight. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah, it's already at 28. Fuck. Fuck. Where's Doge? Ooh, Doge is starting to make me some money. Finally. <laughs> I bought it at 35. It's at 38 right now. I think I bought $150 worth of Doge. Fuck it. I think I'm going to buy like 200 versus of... Uh, EDA? EDR. EDR. Oh, they just went public, but it, it show, it's showing... Literally, their... when I text you, was when they went public. You know, it's funny, because when, when you look at the chart about their, their earnings... Mm-hmm. Like their fourth quarter was like on fire. I'm not really sure. The re- my reasoning for buying it because I know it's going to go up, and and my reasoning is because they're the only ones that stayed. I mean, it's the EDR encompasses a lot more than just the UFC, but the UFC alone has been generating so much money and has had just ties with ESPN and and everyone else. Where during the pandemic, they step they still kept going. Um, apart from that, they were the only ones that was making money during the pandemic. And, um, they, with all these fights that are happening it looks like it's not slowing down at all. So I don't want to be that guy where it's like, man, if I put, if I put in 50 bucks in Tesla, when they first opened up, how much money would I have now? Not that I'm saying the UFC or EDR is going to get that big. It might, but I don't, you know, I'm willing to take a risk. Screw it. Yeah. Fuck it, I'll buy some. Might as well. What is it, 28, 26 or something? Do, 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 do. It's 26. Let's see. Not only that, but I've been getting some. Uh, I've been winning a bunch of silver. Have you really? Yeah, like uh, just mo- most recently, I, p- I ended up uh, winning a raffle, and I got. I think I put down. I want to say thirty bucks. Mm-hmm. Thirty bucks. I had one. Um, I want to say it was thirty. I could be wrong about that, but I had a one in ten chance to win ten ounces of silver, a ten ounce bar. And I ended up winning it. Fuck. I was just like, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> um, a few to- few other times, it was like a two-ounce round, a one-ounce round. And, um, you know, spots, raffles for those, they usually go for about like seven bucks a spot. And I've only been buying one spot. You know, I'm like, oh, I'm not going to. I mean, the, what, what most guys do that win a lot, buy like all the evens or all the odds. And then you're only getting, you know, you're paying basically half for it. 
But um, I don't know. For me, you know, thirty-five bucks a round, you might as well you might as well pay the shipping and be sure to get it. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, I know I know uh, one of my buddies is is always he's up, he's up. He he just like would buy all the evens or or one through five. He's like I'm buying one through five, or oh I'm buying all the odds, or I'm buying all the evens. The fun ones um, that are the head to heads that I see those. Um, where it's, uh, I can't say where I see this at and, and please, if you know, please don't sell it because it, you can get people in trouble. But, um, where I, I see they're like, Oh, head to head. And it's like, you buy evens or odds and mm. it's just, so it's just you against one other person. And then, so, um, those are usually the ones where it's like, they have like a, a kilo or a, or a 20, 20 ounce, uh, or not 20, but a, a 10 ounce bar or, you know, sometimes it's a five ounce bar or it's a bunch of rounds, you know, one ounce rounds. Um, and so they'll, they'll do a head to head and you put down, you know, half the money and you either choose even or odds. And they do the they'll do random number generator one through 100. And if it's evens or odds, if it lands on if it lands on one, you get it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's cool. That's cool. It's, it's fun. But um, shit, it's basically gambling. <laughs> 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 but i don't know silver's always been that kind of kind of a cool thing where um you could collect it there's different stuff I, you know if, if there's uh what i mean by different stuff is like if you're into the second amendment there's like second amendment coins where it's like all different guns and some of the cool some of the guys will end up casting their own bars or casting their own little trinkets and stuff so i had like a silver skull i ended up selling that to uh a uh, buddy of mine uh, that li- that lives in the same apartment complex as me, and um, uh, so there was, a f- there was a few other ones, and uh, but yeah, it, it was uh, it was cool. Um, <laughs> the the ones I've been seeing a lot of are the tw- the Trump twenty twenty coins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i just keep on thinking i'm like these could either be worth something or we're not <laughs> i don't feel like taking a risk i really don't want to take a risk on them <laughs> fucking hilarious yeah but we'll see we'll see we're getting into some you know now that the economy is picking up not that the economy is picking up, but things are opening up, I should say. Yeah. I, I don't really, I, I'm not an economist. I really don't know if the economy is picking up or not. Um, Can I ask you a question real quick? You may. I may not give an answer, but go ahead. Did you sell your 10 cent stock yet? Um, I don't think I have. Mm. Why? Keeps dropping, bro. Keeps dropping. Yeah, I, do, I, do, I still have it. Yeah, that motherfucker is dropping in price. We'll see what it does. Yeah, I've, I mean, it's going to have to go up. It's it's a Chinese company, and and I know they're in a funk right now, and I just have a feeling because it's China that they're going to do something and steal something and probably take over something, and then it's going to go up because it's China. 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 But... Yeah, that's kind of, uh, that's kind of, I'm trying to like fervently stay away from politics, stay away from, uh, all that, all that crap and focus on me, my projects, reading, 
So I've been looking into building a – you ever have to make dioramas in school? No, I don't know what a diorama is. Really? I don't remember. So diorama would be um, – from what I understand, it goes back to the Japanese in bonsai trees. And when the, there's these people that would make these bonsai trees and bonsai just means tree and pot, mm-hmm. but it would come from, they would do a scenery and make a diorama, which is like they do, they do a scene of, of someone, someone's home, mm-hmm. you know? So it would be not, not of like their home, but like, um, for instance, if there was like, if you go to a part of the town where you grew up, and that you would visit quite often, they would do a scenery of that. And so it's Japan. It would always be based around trees and stuff. So they do a miniature tree of, of you know, either a tree on rocks or near, near, and it would just like look similar to that. And it would bring comfort to the samurai that were, that were there. Um, and it started, you know, my, I remember my older brother having to do a few of these things and they would do a diorama. He did one of the Goosebumps books back in the day. Mm-hmm. And it, I, forget, I forget the name of it, but it was like those hands that were just playing on the piano. And so he had like, like with cardboard, make a piano, like a little, little thing out of cardboard, painted, put like a little fake hands from like a, a G.I. Joe or, or Army soldier and paint them and put them on, like glued them onto it. So I made like a diorama of it, but it's a, it's a scene that, that you make. And um, I've been, I'm slowly building a bookshelf that's going to be like my bookshelf that I'm actually um, taking pride in. I'm, or or uh, not taking pride in, but being very, uh, putting a lot of my craftsmanship in it. Mm. You know, I'm, I'm building it with, with rigid pipe and driftwood and I'm making it so it's like, the pipe screws together and that's kind of the structure, but the wood I'm going to end up, you know, taking the router to it and making it. So, it, so there's no really like way that the, you know, I want those shelves to sit on the pipes, but it's like, they're not going to move. And then I'm going to put my books on it. Cause I have six boxes of books in my garage, not including from my apprenticeship, but six boxes of books of just like novels and everything else. Uh-huh. I have 12 books on the floor just stacked and I have a shitty bookshelf that's already been full for about since I moved up here. Mm. So I want to get rid of that shitty one and I want to build, start building my other bookshelves and I want to put them on casters, which is wheels for people who don't know what casters are, but like make it metal, make it like masculine, make it rustic using driftwood and, and pipe. And then I want to stage it to make it my own to, by putting, you know, drilling holes in the pipes, putting lights inside the pipes so it lights up the bookshelf. So I could, you know, so just kind of a, like a, a piece almost, like a, a centerpiece. But I got stuck watching these like videos of artists making what are called book nooks. Mm. And they're things that basically are the size of like three books stacked next to each other and they take up the perfect room of a shelf you know, the height, height in like three books, uh, side by side. And it's a scene from like one, one of your books, but it fits inside your shelf. And I thought, Oh, that's so cool. I want to, I want to, cause there's like stories that I'm absolutely in love with. Like some people would love, you know, Oh, a Godfather and stuff. And it's like, well, if you, instead of getting a picture of, of, uh, Robert Nero putting him on the wall, 
that's kind of masputo if you know what i'm talking about yeah. you know you, like if you do something where it's like that was such a cool story and it means a lot to me um you know of doing that so like i think the first one and people put like like led lights to make like the if they're doing i saw this one on youtube and it was amazing it was absolutely amazing and he he got like a matchbox car he did a whole cyberpunk city and he got yeah. a matchbox car drilled holes in the so it's like the lights the uh the lights worked he had led lights the whole city ran um he had little screens that was like ramen shops from the future that was just like flashing so it was really cool so i was thinking about him like man i i really want this what would be an easy one to start with and um i'm gonna do i'm thinking about doing a, a new york bar from the repairman jack series because i think that would be easy enough mm-hmm but um, I've been watching videos all last night. I started I started ordering material for the bookshelf, uh-huh. and uh, so that's that's coming uh, tomorrow, and uh, I'm gonna start building it. But now I'm looking. You know, it's it's something to keep my mind off. You know, keep my hands busy, my mind busy, and I'm not not doing something where I'm not up to no good. You know, but, I feel like um, in three years you're gonna have a Pinterest. And you're going to be selling this shit. <laughs> no, because you know what? You know what? People have said that shit to me. People have said that shit to me. And it's not Pinterest. People have said uh, Etsy. Yeah. But um, I'm building this for I, all the shit I build for myself. I, I, I hate building things for other people because I've done that. I, I've built a few things for other people. I can't really. I'm, I'm uncomfortable to say what it was. It wasn't a sex chair. It wasn't. I just don't want to say what it was, but it wasn't anything bad. It was just like, I built this for someone else. But um, the reason why is because when you build something and it's like, you make it your absolute best. And if you were to turn away and then look at it, then you find another mistake and then you go fix it. Then you mm-hmm. turn around and it's like, blah, blah, blah. Then you're looking at it, you're appreciating it. You're like, oh, that's so cool. And that's, and then you look at it again. And it's like, oh, I hate that. Well, when it's mine, I got no problem doing that. I got no problem. Oh, this light bulb, this little micro LED burnt out. I could just go ahead and do that. When it's someone else's, it's like, I made that for them. I don't, I can't see it all the time. I can't maintain it. I, and it's just, it's not necessarily being a perfectionist, but it's like, my, that's my work. That's my integrity. I want it to be the best. And it's an ongoing upkeep too. It's a maintenance thing. Yeah, and how I want to do this like bookshelf uh, um, is, I want there to be more than just you know. I have a background. I'm an electrician. That's my background. I know how like electricity works, and that can transport to more than just lights. That can be mm-hmm. pneumatic. That can be mechanical. That can be um, meaning it can control pumps. So I could have like water fountains that are really small. You know, going from one shelf to the other. And having like a, a fantasy waterfall scene if I wanted, you know, which would be cool. And I was talking to my dad, I was picking his brain because he's an electrician on like the old fashioned Frankenstein knife switches. Because I was mm-hmm. thinking, oh, Frank, because Frankenstein was one of the first books I've read, you know, yeah. by myself. I was just like, I know, I know you read it too, but it, it moved you. Mm-hmm. Um, but the more I think about it, that'd be dangerous to put an old-fashioned light switch, <laughs> one of those old-fashioned knife switches. <laughs> so I'm just like, yeah, maybe I shouldn't put a Tesla coil on a wooden bookshelf that's made of pipe. Uh, and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because, uh, 
that could uh, become energized and, and the whole thing's metal and it could start a fire around books. <laughs> yeah. 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 But I could do low voltage. I could do a bunch of lights. I could do uh, water waterfall features. Um, but I've, I was watching these these guys. And it's not like you're decorating your bookshelf. It's that you're you're I'm a story chaser and you are making an homage. You know, imagine having a series of books like like a book series. Like if you um, I, I, a bunch of people did uh, uh, Harry Potter, they did Diagon Alley. Yeah. And it actually looked pretty cool. Uh, there, was, there was this girl that did it and it's like she, she did the little bricks and everything and it's like oh and she like sprayed it and did these glue splotches so it looked like it was like the ground was still wet, wet from rain and um, I'm just like oh that's that's so cool and uh, she made she loves the story which is fine you know it's Harry Potter it's like grow up a little bit but no it's fine you, you like Harry Potter that's cool you know it's a good story but um it's like she she loved that story. She made an homage to it, and in between the books of the series, there's that scene, and that's there, and it just catches someone's eye. So if you're entertaining people and they come by, because it's like I think that reading is a dying art too, mm-hmm. and it's kind of sad because it's the rawest form of telling a story. I don't know. It's there's something about it where I'm just like. If if I built this bookshelf, someone were to come over and they're like, they're drawn to a scene from a book and they're like, what is that? That looks crazy. That's awesome. It's like, oh, it's it's a scene from this book. It's not giving away anything. You're just seeing one snippet of a scene. And it's like, yeah, it's it's cool because you're you get a snippet into a world that this this story took you and you get a little snippet of it. You know, I so. would probably walk by and be like, "This dude has way too much fucking time on his hands." <laughs> well, it could be worse. I could be on mushrooms and then having my dick in my hand all day. I'm playing with you. <laughs> I just feel like being a dick. <laughs> but um, I I need to go get this fucking run in. So, all right, I think we're at we're at time anyway. Yeah. But yeah, um, I wish we talked a little bit more than just fucking sex and bullshit. But whatever. <laughs> I mean, hey man, we're coming out of pandemic. Fuck it, I don't care. We started a, we started this doing this bullshit in a pandemic. We're coming out of a pandemic. Hopefully, it'll <laughs> <laughs> damn right, damn right. <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully it'll uh, it'll get better. <laughs> well, I'm I'm currently trying to work on actually getting an interesting person where we can interview. So we'll see, we'll see. I might I might have to pay him, but it's it would I would gladly do it. So it's just hard. I don't want to say anything because he is a personality, um, that pe- a well known personality. Not not like extremely well known. He just has a big following on YouTube and and Discord and. Um, He's someone who I highly respect. I love you, Blake. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't Blake, but... Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not making fun of you either. I'm just saying it just because uh, I know it's awkward right now. So. 
<laughs> He's been taking care of my baby, so I love him for it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not well, awkward on my end. I know, I know he's, he's upset for probably something that happened, but um, whatever. He's still my friend, so. <laughs> well, all, all right, right, big guy. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.